and the nipple. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Co-Creation Station, the podcast where we talk about the law of attraction, the art of allowing spiritual magic, the mind-body-spirit connection, and how to best enjoy this mystical, miraculous, mysterious, crazy, sometimes confounding, but always incredible journey we call life. My name is Colin. I'm located in beautiful, sunny North Hollywood, California. My name is Stephanie Orlina. I am a transformational life coach, and also I am an abundant receiver in San Diego, California. I knew that because it was on your little Zoom name <laughs> thingy. Thank you so much for listening or watching to this episode. We just want to let you know right at the top here that we often mention the names Abraham Hicks and Esther Hicks. If you're not familiar with those names, this maybe it's your first uh, time listening or watching to us. Um, Esther is a speaker and author who channels Abraham. Abraham is described as a group of entities from beyond our physical world who share their wisdom by speaking through Esther at workshops and speaking opportunities around the world. You can search on YouTube or your web browser for either of those names, or you can find out more about them online at abraham-hicks.com. Um, each week we start our um, discussion from a different jumping off point. And we also, as, as longtime listeners know, we always have friend time on Zoom or stuff and I just catch up on the week or whatever. Um, now we're actually recording every other week. So it's catching up sometimes on the last two weeks. And then then we start recording um, after about a half an hour of chatting just as friends. But inevitably, given <laughs> that the entire podcast grew out of friend time, yeah. often our topics grow out of whatever we ended up talking about in friend time. So we were talking about various things, mostly dogs and how awesome they are. But you said, Stephanie, like, okay, you got to hit record because now we're talking about law of attraction. Art of law. <laughs> <laughs> Stop, like, we might as well record this. <laughs> I'm like, where do, where do I begin? Um, so I was telling Colin, um, you know, as most of our listeners, uh, regular listeners know, know that um, I've been, I've taken on the responsibility of rehoming Nibbles. And um, dog. He, he is my granddaughter's dog. And he's awesome. Yeah, he's a sweet little pup. And he's him. 10 years old. Yes. And um, and so I've I have it him posted on a couple of adoption. Kelly was so beautiful. She like sent me multiple places here in San Diego that actually adopt out. Anyways, this long story short. Yeah, when she oh. heard on the yeah, she heard on one of the podcasts that I was, you know, having to, you know, give him up for adoption, she immediately was like, What? and then said here we got our dog at this but i googled wow, okay. places in san diego oh my god love you kelly and so you know that was several weeks ago so then a, a couple of weeks ago you know i was talking to some um good friends of mine and i said yeah I, i'm in duality i said i i really i love nibbles and i, I want to keep them yet you know i can't have an animal where i'm staying and you know i'm i'm in I ha I'm self-employed and then I'm looking at getting um, employment outside of my business. And I'm like, I don't know how I would, you know, keep him. And so it was suggested that I pray about it. And I have this prayer that I've been saying for years and it's, I just know it, it helps me a lot. And it's, so I basically said, God, if it's in my highest good to keep nibbles and be his full-time owner, keep him full-time, make the desire to do so stronger. And God, if it isn't in my highest good to keep nibbles and be his full-time owner and keep him full-time, lessen the desire to do so. And I went about my business. I went literally within a couple hours. I felt, I knew my answer was yes. And in that moment, I was, I felt 
peaceful that God has a plan of how my working environment is going to change and shift in being able to keep him as well, that that would all work out. And so I was telling Colin in front time, like, I've decided, and you were so cute, Colin. <laughs> like, throw up his I was so, when you told me you were going to have to, you know, uh, your, your daughter was not able to keep Nibbles and you weren't able to keep him either and he was going to go to adoption. I mean, I knew that you would make sure that he found a good home and everything, but I love Nibbles so much, even though we've never met in person. I mean, I've only seen him That's on right. this, this Zoom. Yeah. I mean, I was overwhelmed with sadness. I didn't want to push that on you. Like, no, don't, you know, because yeah. when somebody's made a difficult decision, you know, especially yeah. if like, you want to support oh them, but, like yeah. everything in me was like, no, Nibbles. <laughs> so right. when today you told me you were keeping Nibbles, I was like, yay, Nibbles. I know, it's so <laughs> sweet. You know, even strangers. you do just, have such a special bond. Like, really I do. think what people who are just listening to the podcast don't know, you've mentioned him before on here, but like when we talk in friend time or just, um, you know, during the week when we're talking on the phone, I mean, it's almost inevitable that you have a story of Nibbles coming over and the two of you having this amazing co-creation of a joyous experience, oh you know? I know? So that's I what know. I was reacting to. Not that it's ever, you know, a, a happy thing to let go of a dog if you have to, but like the reason I was so sad when you said you we're going to have to let him go was just because I knew that you two were such a amazing uh, co-creation source of joy for each other. So I was like, yeah. wow, that's interesting that the universe is choosing to like separate these two because they just love each other. They create <laughs> joy and happiness. Yeah. They, they help each other feel peaceful. Like, so when you said that, you know, you're like, oh, you know, I'm going to keep nipples. I was like, fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Part> so <laughs> this is the funny thing because, you know, he started acting out at home. They have two other dogs. Mm. Dominique, my granddaughter's life has changed a bit. And, um, and I was really upset, like the first time he acted out, I'm like, what is going on? So I hired an animal communicator and did a session with her. And um, she just asked a few questions and then went in and she, we ended the call and she took like 20 or 30 minutes and she, she comes back. I call her, she calls me back and she proceeds to tell me multiple things. And then she says to me that Nibble says to her, um, I love my family very much. I'm going to cry. Um, but I want to live with Stephanie. And when she said that, I was like, I can't have a dog where I'm at. And I don't want a mm. dog full time. Like, I don't want the response. Like, mm. I loved what Dominique and I had. Like, I would be, hey, Dom, I want to come get him, you know, and I would keep him for a week or two weeks. And then I'd be like, okay, I'm, you know, you can go home now. <laughs> and it works great. And then that shifted when I moved and then things shifted for him at his home. Um, and it's funny, it was like Nibbles knew. I've, I've said all along, like my granddaughter's an awesome allower. I'm an awesome allower. Nibbles, I've seen him. He's an awesome allower. And um, and so I just laugh. I've been telling friends, yeah, he got what he wanted. He's here. So, um, so I made that decision, but I haven't told my landlady yet. And um, it's weird because she's a she's a loyal listener to the podcast. So she's <laughs> find out. I'm kidding. <laughs> oh no, one she knows. <laughs> I hope no one she knows. What a weird listens. method to tell your landlady. <laughs> you know what? I did this podcast. Could you just listen to this episode? Just this episode. There's important information in there for you. Oh my God. <laughs> so I asked her several weeks ago. I said, you know, can he stay here while I rehome him? Originally I had just kept him a couple of days. And then when I realized I did I didn't want him going back to his home, <clears throat> that it wasn't for his highest good. 
I asked, you know, can I keep him? And she's like, yeah, well, I'm a little concerned because her one dog is, doesn't really like other dogs. And so I've, I've done my best to keep them separate. It's worked really well. The other dogs is start, the other dog is starting to get used to nibbles, but I still keep them. They're never like within a few feet of each other. Um, but I also, when I made the decision, I also felt too, like, if I have to move, I will, it's, mm -hmm. you know, it's okay. It'll be fine. I think Laura will be okay with it. Um, <laughs> anyway, so I'm going to shift the topic. So then I was like, oh, this is going to crimp my style in dating. Like, how am I going to do a sleepover with someone? And then Colin's like, what? Like, wait a minute. <laughs> well, I wanted to say, like, I, yeah, I was poking fun of you, which is just ironic because, you know, I mean, I feel like I, I love when you do that, though. No, I know, but I, 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 I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I'm never, I know you know this, but for the listeners and viewers, I'm never poking fun of you as like, well, I don't struggle with negative thoughts, blocking thoughts. Like, why are you, Ms., you know, law of attraction coach? Right. Because it's like, oh my God, I so do that and I so relate. And, but it's interesting. I was talking, I was in a group conversation with some friends yesterday morning where we talked about this, where it's like, like, something will come up that we want or or we want it to work we want a situation to work out well or whatever and then there are facts that are true that could conceivably interfere in us getting what we want or the situation working out the way we ideally want it like and that i think that's one thing that it's really tough because it's important like it's an important survival mechanism as a human being going through life to like no facts and 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 to like remember facts sometimes you know like yeah. if you need to know that like if you don't follow the speed limit like if you go 20 miles and over 20 miles over the speed limit consistently on the freeway you will get pulled over and you will get a ticket it'll be very expensive that's not <laughs> really know? true though like we should probably add 40 because that's the average speed okay, in california yeah. <laughs> yeah. people but going I mean, over 20 miles the thing. like that is a that is a <laughs> safety fact that is important to keep in mind but right. There's times where like we want something like, and I mean, I feel like everybody in the world can just relate to this. Like we're single and we'd like to attract a partner or we're living somewhere where it's just not a great, you know, we, we'd like a bigger house or a bigger apartment or just in a nicer area or more quiet or whatever. Or, you know, we don't like our jobs or we would like to find different work or something like that or, or just a better company. And then there are facts that like occur immediately to us of like, Oh my gosh, I'm so overwhelmed right now. I don't have time to look for a job, you know? And the thing is like, that could be like, I don't have time to work on my resume. I don't have time to update my LinkedIn profile. I don't have time to, um, you know, network and talk to people about, you know, do you know anyone that might be hiring? Like those things could all technically be true, but <clears throat> the, the fallacy there, the belief underneath that is not true is that I know how I know the only ways that this could happen. Yeah, yeah. And I, when I take these only ways that I know this could happen and I, and I add in these facts that I've found, or I know oh, gosh, right. these add up, these are, <laughs> these are a mathematical, you know, equation. That's like the only ways I know that this can happen. Plus the facts that I know about it that are in its way equals can never happen yeah. or can't yeah. happen. Yeah anytime soon or whatever. And like the toughest thing I think for me sometimes is just to go is to do what you did. Like when you had that clarity, when you were talking to the animal communicator 
and you know nibbles just said i want to live with stephanie and you had that kind of like inner inner being inner soul like ding like that needs to happen like that's just the right thing to happen to just let go of like and i don't know how i don't know if i'm gonna have to move i don't know if i'm gonna have to whatever but like just commit to that like spiritually like with your higher with your inner being with your higher power however you think about it the universe whatever but just go okay universe like apparently this is okay for me to want this apparently it's okay for me to get this but i've got all these facts and i'm gonna set those aside or beliefs beliefs because yeah. i had well i think the facts often hindering me that was the other thing i was gonna say is like sometimes we have beliefs again some of which are very deep and tough to detect oh, yeah sometimes i don't and even those, know that i'm having them yeah and those beliefs can go out and find facts to like prove its case you know oh, of course the brain loves to do that the brain loves to collect evidence and then prove cases you know like to protect us usually but well and i want to prove that i'm right right you know? yeah. yeah yeah well and the other thing too is like that scenario there are times where, I mean, I've had this experience where like, uh, actually finding this apartment, I think I've talked about this before, but like a few years ago, I was living as a housemate with, in a, in a three bedroom house with another person. Um, and we had kind of an unusual, I had a roommate agreement with her where either one of us could give 30 days notice and I like, I could give her 30 days notice and then just move out at the end of 30 days. But she could also give me 30 days notice that like, hey, I'm moving somewhere else. I'm not even going to live in this house anymore. You have to leave. And I just never thought that she would invoke that. I just thought, you know, we got along pretty well. I thought she would give me a lot of notice. It ended up, again, that it wasn't anything mean or anything like that. Like she had a bunch of life changes, which happens. And she was like, I'm really sorry, but I got to give you 30 days notice. And I was like, I had so many facts at that point of like, I am not going to get a, a good new apartment <laughs> in Los Angeles. Like this is not going to happen. Yeah, and yeah. here are the facts. And some of the facts were true. You know, like I had had a, you know, but I, I don't need to list them, but the toughest thing was like, there were uncomfortable things I had to do that were based on faith and trust and just taking a leap of like the universe was guiding me to a certain place. And I'm like, really okay <laughs> and that's the part that we want i think that's the real reason like my brain wants to go to familiar again it's it's designed to protect me it Absolutely. thinks that new new and unknown things are unsafe so it's trying to get me to do right. the same things i've always done because right. those are mentally comfortable for it right. and um i think if we can just like just continue practice exercising that muscle of like okay thank you my old beliefs Thank you, facts collected by my brain. Yeah. I get it. I've got the info that this can't happen or can't happen in the time frame we need or whatever. But I'm just gonna like set the set those little file boxes aside in my brain, and I'm just gonna follow these instructions from the universe. And it's gonna be uncomfortable because the universe might have me do a whole bunch of stuff that I didn't even think I need to do or whatever. Like you're saying, like you you kind of had to be like, you know what, my landlady might say. I mean, I can't imagine after listening to this podcast that she wouldn't like, you know, she's like, you're such an amazing podcaster. Like I will have to let you keep this dog. But anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, that's the thing, like you were saying to the universe, like whatever your plan is, I will follow it. You know, whatever the steps are, I will follow it. If that includes, you know, having to move out of this place, I will. And then it's, it's, it's so much about just the willingness to do that. The willingness to like step outside 
what we think is possible, what we, the ways we think it has to happen and just let the universe take over. That's when all the miracles start. Yeah. And the, the, the weird thing about that is when we shut ourselves down with the facts, we think it's some external force that's keeping us, you know, it's like, well, my landlady, you know, may, you know, has this thing and that's why I couldn't keep nibbles. It's like, it's not, it's, I mean, we've talked about it before, but it's like, that's our own minds and our own programming and our own beliefs and our own thoughts. It's us talking ourselves out of it. It's not the universe denying us. It well, feels that it, way. But. And it was a fact too, because when I originally met with her and looked at the room and I said, oh, by the way, you know, I, I get my grand dog usually every month for like a week or two or seven, 10 days, whatever. And I said, you know, can I do that? And she's like, well, no, because Blue doesn't like other dogs. And I, I just don't want a, the liability issue. And I go, okay, I understand. And I was really disappointed. Mm -hmm. um, and so I respected that. But then, you know, circumstances occurred. But what I think, and thank you, Colin, for saying all of that, because what I, it just comes back to why we originally started this podcast yeah, is because this is, you know, even for you and I, this is information, you know, the art of allowing and the law, how the law of attraction works in our lives and that it is real, just like gravity, the law of gravity. As much as you and I have practiced it over the years, it's still very new and different. And it's a, yeah. a new way of living and thinking and being. And so um, I love what you said, like, that is my intention for the rest of my life is to be able to get to the point where I just trust like I may have a resistance yeah. for a second but then I'll be like oh yeah my life time and time again it's proven that if I just let go and show up like things work out and that I can get yeah. what I want because I always do kind of a thing yeah. um and so but in hearing you talk I realized like what happened in that moment was when the animal communicator um, said what Nibbles had wanted and then in me really like loving this dog so much and wanting the best for him and thinking like I'm going to find him a really good home because anything less than that is not okay with me mm -hmm. um, in that whole process what occurred was the softening of my resistance of when I said to her I yeah. can't have a dog here and I don't really want a full-time dog and I'm going to get employment, more employment. And so, you know, um, and so therefore I can't, um, from that moment till now, so much resistance has softened. Mm. And what I didn't tell our audience that I told you in friend time is that in the last, it's been maybe three and a half weeks and I've had him maybe a month. I am so much happier. Oh my God. This little four-legged guy brings me so much joy. And he's so happy being with me that seeing his joy makes me happy. He's a great little companion. He's everything I've wanted since I had my last dog, things that she wasn't, he is. And so <laughs> I do, I adore him. <laughs> and I'm just like, yeah, he um you know, I was telling Colin that, you know, my life changed a lot December 29th <laughs> on, on January 1st. I left my home that I absolutely love, my neighborhood that I absolutely love, so many things about my life I, I left. And um, 
and I come here I couldn't see him as much anymore nibbles and I was just like oh and having him now the last few weeks I'm like oh it kind of, there's like this piece of my old life is with me now and it that I loved and I'm just like so much happy like I just yeah this I just can't believe oh it's wonderful so yeah and I, I mean it's um I like how you talked about the softening because I mean, we've mentioned this before too, but it's so important for me because sometimes uh, no, it's, it's funny because there are times where like, you know, I'll, I'll leave it general for now, but like I, I'll identify something I want, you know, and then all the, my beliefs about how I can't have it, don't deserve it. It's not, cool. there's not enough out there. And whatever. that's resistance y'all. What Colin just said, that's what resistance is. So that will engage. I will collect, my brain will go collect facts to prove <laughs> the beliefs of resistance, you know, like I don't deserve it. There isn't enough out there, whatever. And then, but then these days I do have times where I will remember that I do a podcast about the law of attraction. You know, <laughs> I'm like, you hey, that? hey, you, that? <laughs> you know, I'm on the, I'm off on the wrong track here. But then I'm like, yeah, then I sort of speak. Like if you heard my inner dialogue with myself, it's like this sort of angry disciplinarian of like, hey, you you do a podcast about the law of attraction, the art of law, you're in resistance. You need to get out of resistance. And I'm like, yeah, I need to get out of resistance. Oh, I don't like that voice. I like Which is just more resistance. It's just more resistance. Colin, you do a podcast. And I think when you talk about softening, you know, so much of it for me is it, when I'm successful at allowing things in that, you know, consciously is just relaxing and just going, you know what? I don't, you know, I don't have to go from a hunt, like I'm just completely resistant, completely believing this can't happen to like, oh, I'm the perfect like law of attraction, yeah. I'm allowing guru yeah. guy who just yeah. like knows everything will just come to me. Like, I don't have to make this extreme, you know, full 360 all the way to like, you know, I can just soften, I can just go, okay, I'm in some serious resistance, I'm aware. Um, I know the law of attraction works all the time. Uh, I know it's working all the time, whether I do anything or not. I know the art of allowing is a way that you can work with it. And all I have to do is just ease out of this. I don't have to like force myself to like be a better allower or whatever. I can just be like, okay, universe, I'm stuck in some resistance, but I know you're way more powerful than my little brain. So I'm just gonna be a little bit easier about this. So I'm just gonna say, I don't know how this can happen, but the universe has a way. And that may sound like really, I don't know, cheesy or like, you know, like not it, like it won't ring as powerful, but if I can just go there a little bit, it's like you say, it softens it, it relaxes it, it, it gets, it just eases that resistance off a little bit. And the universe doesn't need a wide open door. The universe just needs a crack. I love when you say you know? that. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's worked for me so many times where I'm like, I, I detect that I'm in so much resistance and I'm like, and I do remember like, I, all I have to do is crack the door. You know, and that's part of being human is being in resistance. Like that is, it's not that we're never going to have resistance, because the contrast is what evokes other desires, and we're eternal, so we're always going to be wanting something. Yeah, I'm always going. There's always because even when I get like the things, the basic things that I'm wanting now, which is like a an amazing relationship with you know the man of my dreams, and that I am the woman of his dreams you know, my own beautiful home that I love, you know, um, uh, the most successful coaching business ever, you know, 
wealth, multiple seven figures um, in assets, net, you know, all those things from even from those places, then there's going to be even more rockets of desires. And there's still going to be things that I want. It's just eternal. That's how we are. Yeah. Um, and so it's never where I'm going to get to a place where I have everything I want, because there's always going to be something that I don't have that I want. Yeah. It's just like, accept that fact stuff. <laughs> but the thing is, I mean, I think that's part of the thing is like, we, again, I, I think that a lot of times when I'm thinking, you know, that I'm dissatisfied with, you know, various things in my life, like my life is the way I need it, whether it's, you know, whatever, my home, my dating life, my work life, my creative life, whatever, like, you know, I can get into this thing of like, uh, you know, like, I wish things were different, da, 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 da. and it's, it's interesting, because like, I, I just go back to that moment that you told me about, like, when, when you're with the animal communicator, and Nibble says that very clear thing, which is, I love my family, I want to live with Stephanie, like, the power of that, as you told it, sounded like it just, it cleared away, you know, so much like mental gymnastics, you know, that we can get into. And the thing is, if I'm in those mental gymnastics a lot, I'm not a happy person. Like I'm not it enjoying didn't my clear life. For me, he was the one that was clear. I was like, I can't. Well, right. But I think I understand, but you had to be somewhat open to it. Otherwise it wouldn't have been able to happen at all. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think my heart, my heart and my soul absolutely yes. wanted yeah. it. But my human mind was like, right. I don't want a full-time pet. But you can still I don't want the full-time responsibility. Yeah. I can't have a dog where I live. Right. You know, um, how well, can I that that that, you know? Yeah. Before I learned about the law of attraction, though, I de I definitely remember having experiences that were that sort of like it it was it was an external thing that clarified, like, oh, the universe is telling me this. And I still, partly because I didn't know how things worked, I still was like Nope. Okay. That's a big, clear signal from the universe, but I still know I can't blah, blah, blah. So, I mean, the fact that you, you've now gotten to a point where you're able to be like, Oh, okay. Well, that's the ring of truth. I'm just going to yeah. like go with it. Well, and it's so funny. Cause I'm still like, I met with a woman yesterday cause someone last weekend filled out an application and I'm like, Oh, cause I, you know, I was, I was, I thought I was going to date someone and I'm like, how can I do a sleepover? Like, dude, and now I know how Dominique said, this is going to crimp my dating style. Like, you know, I can't even like, leave him overnight and then um that's where it was funny because I told Colin I'll go and then a few days ago I was at the at the went to go see the ocean at one of my favorite places in San Diego Calumet Street Park and I saw this man kind of in the cul-de-sac area where the ocean is and I didn't generally I'm like hi or whatever and I just didn't say anything and then after a minute or so he starts talking to me and we chatted for like 20 minutes he's got this senior dog and as we're chatting, I was like, oh, you know, he's tall. Oh, he's this. Oh, he's that. Oh, he's, you know. And um, but then I picked out a couple of things where I was like, oh, I don't well, I don't like that. And I when I walked away from that whole situation, I was like, he had a dog. He's a dog person. And Colin's like, I mean, see? The, the universe. funny thing and I, I, again, I'm this is unfair because it seems like I'm making fun of you, but I mean I again relate to this so hard, but like like we're I have getting... my own resistance <laughs> the thing is here's how ridiculous it is oh there are single men who own dogs 
Like, I think that was an established fact. But that shows you how oh. your brain, your brain is stuck on a, this one train track it, <laughs> going the in thing. the wrong direction of where and, I want to be. But it will, it will convince you, like, look, Stephanie, I have facts. I I have, here's fact number one. Here's fact a number two. A narrow thinking. But we ignored, like, the YouTube there are, video. Very narrow thinking. <laughs> in San Diego, California, the eighth largest city in America, that has over a million residents. Yes, there are single men who own a dog. <laughs> and and I want to say specifically Fact. why I was thinking that way is because the person that I was thinking I might start dating doesn't have a dog. Yeah. Maybe likes dog, but is very particular about his home. And so I'm like yeah. thinking wouldn't want nibbles to come in and which like I mean that's so normal. I mean, I think most people I can relate to that. I hope the listeners and viewers can relate to that. But it was like, literally the universe handed me this beautiful man and yeah. I and I could tell he was interested in me and it it didn't work, you know, neither one of us said anything about, you know, oh, would you like to go for coffee or you know, can I have your number? None of us did any of that. And I trust spirit, there was reasons for that. And I was like, I told my friends, I'm like, you know, if I'm supposed to date this guy, the universe will put him in my life in some other way. Like, yeah, that is just a known fact. Cause I remember running into this man I'd never met before three times in, in two weeks. So I know the universe has absolute power of doing that. And I'm an awesome allower. Um, but showed me here is something that you like. Mm -hmm. um and and this person likes dogs too obviously it's like his child um his the the pet that he has now and um and we got you covered like you know whenever there's a problem there's instantly a solution whenever there's a question there's instantly an answer and because I was stuck in my stories <laughs> I couldn't see that in the moment but the the thing I was going to say about that is that just kind of occurred to me is that for me there's two general ways that i can go through my days one of them is letting go of my old beliefs letting go of i have to figure out how this is going to work how this is going to happen whether it can or can't happen and instead living in possibility just living in possibility and when i live in possibility it's not as comfortable but i'm way happier I'm way happier. Um, now, the flip side is I can live in this false comfort that is offered by this false sense of control that I get <laughs> when I live in resistance and think and, and collect facts and explain why I can't get. Or in this very things. tangible human world that we live yeah. in, like believing very, more in this than in the energetic. And that's very living in that resistance is it doesn't feel good in fact it feel i'm miserable most of the time i'm cranky i'm miserable but it's familiar and so i don't know if comfortable is the right word but like there's the there's the i guess it is, is a degree of comfort in the familiarity of like well i know i can't afford blah blah so i'm not even going to think about it like there's mm -hmm. some whatever some false sense of security that it's comes a protection out. mechanism yeah. like oh well, i'm just gonna but underneath want because yeah. but know, underneath just... there's there's sadness there's yeah. resentment there's all this yeah. stuff you know and so i think that's the trade-off for me is like i i need to continue to get better at living each day in possibility and just go you know what the universe is this gigantic however you want to think about it, supercomputer that has a trillion 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 possibilities, possibilities yeah yeah and, and well and I, that's why 
And, and I, then I'm just going to go not... play Dungeons and Dragons and right, I'm going to exactly. go like go to the ocean <laughs> and like right. pet my cat and, you know, go watch yeah. a movie or whatever it may be as Abraham's yeah. go get, if you like to get your nails done, get your nails done. If you like to walk at the park, go walk at the park. Like, it's which again is completely um, counterintuitive you know, to counterintuitive, nonsensical to how we're raised and how we're, our culture tells us to think. But that's really like, and the thing is, I feel like too. I feel like Abraham has said this in certain workshops. Like, you know, people like this. Like, I feel like most of us know a person that just is kind of like when we talk to them, they don't get very practical about the house and they don't get, they're just like, I don't know. Like, I think you're talking about, you have a friend who's just like, I don't know. Everything just always works out for me. Yeah. Oh, that woman you know? that I met yeah. at Konos that yeah, yeah. morning. Person you met. She's yeah. like, you know, I was just happy and things always worked out for me. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. I have it in yeah. my phone as a reminder. And I, I want to be that woman for someone else. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Well, fantastic discussion. Um, thank you so much for listening or watching, however you uh, enjoyed this episode today. Um, we uh, uh, we do want to remind you that at this point, we are still posting a brand new episode for you every single Monday morning. Um, so if you follow us or subscribe to us, wherever, whatever your platform allows you to do, that'll make sure you get the alerts um, on every Monday morning. Um, all our social media links and our email address are down in the doodly-doo in the description of the YouTube version down below. Uh, we wish you a happy and abundant week, steering clear of those unhelpful facts. And uh, we look forward to you joining us again on the next episode of Co-Creation Station. Bye, everybody. Bye.